everybody. It's Kristen, Shaleen's podcast manager. And I just want to let you know how much we, Shaleen and I both, love getting messages from you. We love hearing your feedback, what your favorite episodes are, what you'd like to hear next on the show. We will sometimes sit around at the office, all of us together listening to your messages. So we'd love to hear from you. Go to www.shaleenjohnson.com and look for that little widget that says, leave me a message and maybe yours will be played next. But now I'm going to play our favorite from this week. Hey, Shailene. My name's Irene. You have helped me so much this past year. How could you know? I used to be perpetually late. How did you know I had trouble with clutter? How do you know that I'm feeling unfulfilled and I I need to put pen to paper? Continue just doing what you do. I love you and you are the bomb. Hey there, welcome to this edition of The Shalene Show. Thanks for going on a ride with me. Welcome to The Shalene Show. Shalene is a New York Times bestselling author, celebrity fitness trainer, and obsessed with helping you live your dream life. Yeah, so today I thought I would just, you know, kind of do one of those updates because I feel like I've been, I don't know, just doing lots of shows with tips and content, which is great, but I love just chatting with you and kind of letting you know what's going on in my life and first of all thank you for always staying in touch with me I really appreciate that I just can't even I know I say this all the time so please forgive me for sounding like a broken record but it truly is the light of my life to know that people listen to this podcast I freaking love it so when you guys reach out to me and like recently our dog Maui passed away and so many of you I mean I got handwritten cards and drawings and beautiful gifts and and I told everyone like don't say anything about my dog because you'll make me cry but you did anyways and I really appreciate you so anyways this episode I just wanted to kind of you know spend a few minutes with you and give you an update on what's going on over here So yeah, Maui passed away. That was our 17 and a half year old black lab. 17 and a half, you heard me right. And he was a big black lab. He was an English black lab. That was a difficult decision because frankly, I know this is going to sound weird, but he was pretty healthy. Like we had his labs checked. We were trying to debate, not really, but for a moment we thought about operating on him. I know he was 17 and a half. That sounds crazy, but I mean, he was so active. He was walking every day. And, like, you would never have guessed he was that old. And then he had a tumor on his tail. And it kept growing very rapidly. And we had it amputated. And then we considered doing an additional surgery because it wasn't cancerous. And all of his labs came back nearly perfect. Like, the doctor was like, I can't believe this. Usually at this age, they've got, you know, something going on with their pancreas or their liver or arthritis or hips or something. But he didn't. But the tumor was very fast growing and we didn't want to operate on him again. And it just was growing so fast. So we made that very, very difficult decision to let him go and be with God. And I wrote a poem about it. If this is something you've had to struggle with recently, I hope that that poem will help you. It's on my Instagram page. You'll see the picture of the big guy. I can talk about it now without crying, but whoo, it's a child, right? Other things that are going on is in February, 
I'm sorry, the road's really loud right here. Anyways, February, we're doing the Marketing Impact Academy. That is a live event that I do for people who are just trying to figure out another way to make some money online, build a business or start a business or take their existing idea or existing business and 10 exit. We've got awesome speakers lined up. So that'll be in February, February 22nd through the 24th. By the way, if you want to go, there might still be tickets. Go to miatickets.com. I am really excited about this event. So what goes into the plan? Okay, girls, you're going to understand. The most stressful thing for me about this, these events is my clothes. Like figuring out what the heck I'm going to wear. Because it's a whole thing when you're on stage. You got to figure out, okay, where am I going to run the wire for the battery pack? And... You know, what will this look like under bright lights? Will this look see-through? What will, you know, what will it look like in photos? Here's another thing you have to worry about. Is any part of my clothing going to make noise? Like you can't wear earrings, you can't wear a necklace because it makes noise on the microphone. And I know it sounds like very trivial. But, you know, and then these photos, you take a lot of photos with people and those photos live on and on and on forever and ever and ever. So you kind of want to make sure like, you know, it's an outfit that you're comfortable in. It meets all those other parameters. And did I also mention, it's got to be sweat proof. Because when you're up on stage, you sweat your butt off. Like I'm dripping in sweat usually by the time I finish. So you also can't wear anything that, you know, the colors change under your arms when you sweat. It's a whole thing. It's a whole thing. You got to wear a special bra if you're going to hook the belt pack on and the mic pack. And so what I usually do is I hate shopping. I hate going to the mall and shopping. I like to shop online. So, okay, here's how I do this. I I order a bajillion things. I usually order from Nordstrom.com. I order from sometimes Neiman Marcus, but mainly Nordstrom and site called Revolve, R-E-V-O-L-V-E.com. I'm gonna apologize to you right now because if you go there, you'll spend hours and hours and hours. And then I order a massive amount of clothes and then I try on everything and the things I like, I keep what I don't, I send back and then everything has to be altered because that makes the difference in fit, especially if you're, you know, I'm 5'2", so almost everything has to be altered. And it fits better, it looks more classy. I don't, I don't alter everything that I buy, but if I'm gonna be on stage, it just, it just looks more polished, so I, I have everything altered. And that takes a while. And sometimes I will buy things and I'll try it on, I'm like, oh, this would be really cute if it were like sleeveless. And so I've got this great seamstress. A shout out to Issa, Issa Laura. She's also a, a designer too. And I can just go like, hey, what if this were sleeveless and it was cut here and we put a sash around it and she can just like, she's taken things that I bought off the rack and then totally made them into these super cool customized pieces. So sometimes when you guys ask me, hey, where'd you get that? I don't know how to answer it because it's like, you're not gonna be able to find it because it's been, you know, crafted by Isa. She's put her touch on it. And then she also, I can find like a blouse or a pair of pants I absolutely love. And I'm like, hey, can you make these for me in like five other colors? Which is so dumb, but I do that. And she's like, sure. So that's awesome. Okay, so this marketing impact that's in February. Really excited about the, you know, pre-orders that have been happening with the book. And thank you for those of you who've already pre-ordered the book, The 131 Method. Super excited about that coming out. So what I've been doing this month is... I want this book to 
be so, not just the book, I want the whole experience to literally change people's freaking lives. And you can't do that with just a diet plan or an exercise program. You've got to start with mindset. You've got to start with the whole person. Like what makes people struggle with their health and their weight and their hormones isn't just food. It's your stress, it's your relationships, it's the way you beat yourself up, it's this, you know, secular thinking where you just get stuck on a loop. And so I want to help people by really coaching them with mindset. And because, you know, I do a lot of that inside the 131 program, the online program, but like I didn't have the same ability to do that in a book. So what I've been able to do with my publisher is anyone who pre-orders the book actually will receive as a bonus my audio train like I'm creating this audio training program right now all about mindsets all brand new audios so if you have pre-ordered the book or if you want to and you'd like this bonus you just go to 131 method book or 131book.com either one and you'll enter your Amazon number once we confirm that, then you'll be sent an email and it's like a private podcast almost. So you'll freaking love it because you already love podcasts, but it's all mindset coaching and it won't just help you with your nutrition. It'll help you with all areas, but it's all focused around getting your mind right before you even get that book in your hands. So yeah, I mean, that's like a $200 value, this course that I'm creating for you and you're going to get it for free as a bonus when you pre-order the book. So I've been working on that. And then next week I have to spend, this is going to kill me. I'll take you with me though. I have to spend four days in studio in a, a audio recording booth, recording the audible version of the one through one method book. Now that won't be out until sometime later. Uh, so for those of you who are like, oh, I'm an audible person, order the book first and then the audible will come out later. But anyways, yeah, I have to be honest, I'm not looking forward to that because I don't like to do anything for eight hours. I don't work that way. I hate doing anything for eight hours. So I wish I could break this up like four hours, four hours, four hours, but we'll see. I mean, I don't even know if my voice will hold up for that long. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know if this is a good idea. I feel like I should, yeah, I think you just helped me figure this out. I need to break this up. I can't be doing eight hour days of reading the book. I can't do that. Okay, fine, you agree. Good, I'm glad. Well, since I finished writing the book, I've been back at the office. And I have to tell you, it's different. Like, you know, I'm like right now I'm driving home from the office. It's almost eight o'clock at night. I never did this before. Like everyone left tonight, like at five. And I, I stayed, not like I was working hard or anything. I was just hanging out at the office because nobody was there and there's nobody at home. Like, it's so weird to be at the stage of our lives. I was really reflecting on it today and thinking about how important it is for me to tell you that you want to honor your seasons. You have got to honor your seasons. Like, I'm excited right now that I get to, I know it's going to sound weird. I love working. I love working. And I had to place restraints and accountability in my life when my children were small because I love working. It's an addiction. You know, it can be. And when we were in the season of raising a family, we raised a family. 
we focused on our children. Everything ended at three o'clock. We had, you know, a lot of times people worked out of our home. Like we always had an office, but we always had, you know, quite a few people that were, because I worked from home and so did Brett, but everyone had to leave at three. All meetings had to be done at three. Everything ended at three because at three we were going to pick up the kids. Brett usually took them to school and I picked them up. And then it was family time. It was sports. It was no meetings. No, you know, flying around. We didn't do appearances. We didn't get as much work done as we'd like. We didn't get as far ahead as, you know, maybe someone else would. It was hard to look at what everybody else was doing. Oh, they're going to this meeting and they're going to that networking thing and they're we're doing this at night. And it was hard because I wanted to do those things too. I really did. But not as much as I wanted to be certain I was giving my kids the best parent possible and that was a season and I knew it would go by fast it goes by and when people would say that I'd be like oh man don't say that because right now it feels like it's taking forever there's a you know there's this time where you're just like oh my god when are these kids going to be able to drive or when are they going to be able to change their own diapers (laughs) whatever it is like when will they be able to make their own breakfast I just every stage I was always looking forward to their independence not because I didn't love taking care of them but I was looking forward to seeing them be able to take care of themselves because ultimately that's your job as a parent is teach your kids to be independent and every stage seems so long and people would say oh it goes by so fast dude it goes by so fast I just a minute ago was in the passenger seat while Brock was in the back seat in his car seat driving him home from a hospital as a newborn and you know we had him in one of those little like I forget what they're called but it's like a little like I don't know like padding that you put around their head when they're in their little car seats and I just remember like trying to steady the car seat even though it was totally buckled in like drive slower honey drive slower you're bouncing him like and now it's so weird to think that like you know he is he's a speaker at the marketing impact academy we, we do a podcast together it's crazy to me that sierra's like you know on billboards and it's just it's weird and it's crazy but they're not here like i'm driving home right now and my kids aren't there and it's good like don't take this the wrong way because i freaking love my kids but i look forward to every season and if your kids are tiny spend this season with them you will never ever ever regret it you won't regret that you didn't have a nanny more often you won't regret the time you spent with your children the moments that you invest in them you will not regret that you won't actually regret the fact that your business is growing slower or that you decided to wait to go back to school you won't regret that because you do have the rest of your life and if you've made a commitment you need to follow through on it that's just my opinion you can send me some hate mail if you want I just do not agree with these people who are like well you know I'm doing this so my children can have what I didn't have you know your children don't care about things they care about being cared for so all right off my soapbox you've heard that before but it is pretty cool to be in the season so my birthday is coming up it is February 2nd that's holiday too is it's Groundhog's Day and if you know me I don't like making a big deal about my birthday because I feel like everybody was born what's the big deal 
You know what I'm saying? Like, why would you celebrate me? Like, celebrate my mom. So, I don't know. It's always bugged me when people make a big deal about my birthday. And I know I'm a hypocrite because I like to make a big deal about other people's birthdays. But I don't like it when people make a big deal about mine. It makes me feel weird. Because I feel so blessed every single day of the year. Like, I get letters from you. Not just on my birthday. Like, so I feel like, no, I have way too many blessings. My birthday should just be a day. But I normally take like 12 of my girlfriends snowboarding for my birthday. They keep going, so are we going this year? Are we going? Shalene, are we going? Are we doing this? Do you want us to plan it? Because it's kind of a big birthday for me. It's 50. And I'm like, no, I don't know. Because I don't know if I want to do that. I love spending time with my girls, but I kind of feel like as empty nesters, right? Like, oh my gosh, it's just, I just feel so much more romantically connected to my husband right now. It's really fun. And I think I want to go travel internationally or something for my birthday. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I can't decide. But I'm also happy at home. I'm also happy if we do nothing and just watch, you know, a documentary. That would be awesome too. Just don't make a big deal about it. Listen, if you want to get me something for my birthday, I'll tell you what you can do. You can give yourself a gift. That's what you can do. You can give yourself a gift of the 131 method pre-ordered book. That's what you could do. And you could send me a screenshot of it and say, happy birthday, Shalene. And I'm going to say, that's awesome. I love it. You got a gift that's going to change the legacy of health in your family. But I really, I'm uncomfortable. I'm sure I should probably do therapy on this and why I'm uncomfortable when people give me gifts. Unless, here's the gifts I love. Handwritten cards. Anything handmade that like says that you know who I am. Like my daughter for Christmas made me, she bought this old trophy and she spray painted it hot pink and then she put some profanity across the bottom okay I'm gonna beep it out part of it but it said you are effing amazing I'll see we don't have to beep it I just said effing and she was like it was a little trophy and she was like holding on to a disco ball and I'm like okay greatest gift ever like those are my favorite gifts like gifts where people have just I don't know I, I really appreciate handwritten letters so what it is I love about letters is not hearing about me. I love hearing your story and how obviously in some way I was like, you know, on the journey with you or maybe you did one of my workout programs or you went to the Marketing Impact Academy and that changed your family. Like whatever. I just love hearing your story. So that's all I want for my birthday is nothing really. I just I just want to have a nice time and not make a big deal about it. Okay, okay. I have not been roller skating because I promised my husband I would not roller skate again until after the snowboarding season because that is his joy, his love. And I want to be healthy for him to do that. So we just got back from snowboarding. We took a couple days over in Park City, Utah and snowboarded with our kids. That was super fun. And usually we rent a house for about a month and work from there. And this year we decided not to do that. We decided, again, because we can, because we're empty nesters, so much freedom, dude. Like if you're worried about your kids moving out, let me tell you, I want you to look forward to it because you're going to have so much freedom, but you better make sure you're connected to your husband right about now. Don't wait until they're gone. I don't know what people do who like suddenly the door closes, the kids are gone and you're just looking at this person across the table from you who you don't really like and don't really know that much better do something about that. You know what you better do? You better go back and listen to those two podcasts that Brett and I recorded on how to keep passion alive. Sorry, my keys are making a whole bunch of noise. Go listen to those two podcasts. We've done a couple this year on intimacy and passion. And I will put in the show notes 
links to those podcasts. We did a live episode about intimacy and then we did we did our own version that we recorded without the other person there on passion and intimacy. And those were just last week. <sighs> My husband said some things where I'm like, oh, great. Now every person that sees me is like, hey, Shalene, you got to wear that white robe? I'm like, oh, brother. And now he's got me self-conscious about it because like, I don't, it, he's wrong. I mean, I know that's his interpretation of what I wear to bed tells him what's going to happen that night. But that's not true. It's not true. Sometimes I'm just cold doesn't mean we're not going to get to know each other. Sometimes I'm just cold, so I want to wear, like, you know, warmer pajamas. Sheesh. Sheesh. The pressure. Anyways, what I was trying to say about being an empty nester in different seasons is that, I don't know if you listen to Build Your Tribe, my business podcast, but I've talked in that one a little bit about how this was, you know, I, I just realized some things I need to improve about myself and about the business and as a leader this year. And one of those is <laughs> I kind of went too far. Like I had to teach myself how to delegate and how to not micromanage and just let people do their thing. And, you know, been doing that a lot and kept getting better and better and better at it. So good at it that I got a little too good at it and let go of too many things, you know? And so this year it's going to be about finding the right balance. Like going to the office a lot more, checking in on people, not in a micromanaging kind of way, but just really getting a sense of, you know, how I can mentor the people that I work with, who I love, and just being more involved, not in a micromanaging way, but just more involved. So I've been at the office a lot more, and that's been awesome and fun. And again, it's only fun now because in the past, I couldn't do that. I wouldn't do that because our kids were here. Even when they were in high school, I would not stay at the office if it was after three o'clock. Unless they were at like a sporting event and they were adults and they were driving, not adults, you know what I mean? Like when they're 16 and driving themselves and they don't want you to sit at practice and watch them because they're like, that is so weird and embarrassing. Please don't. Okay, fine. Then I might work for that hour while they were like at track or football. But in general, it was fully being available for them. And in the middle of the day too, you know, like even in the summers, that was really hard. Oh my gosh, that was really hard. Summers were so hard as a business owner because I didn't go into the office, but maybe one day a week during the summer because the kids were home. So I want to be there, you know, and yes, I would work during the day, but I would only work for a maximum of like, you know, two hours here and then two hours there. And the kids would know, I'd be like, okay, mom has to work, but I was still there. And I didn't work nearly as many hours. So yeah, yeah, the business, it's not that it suffered. It definitely didn't suffer, but it didn't grow the way some other people's businesses may have grown. But you know what? So what? Because I followed through on my priorities, which is Brett and I both, you know, it was like, okay, business is going to be successful, but that's far less important than our kids being successful. Like that is everything. So, you know, like, okay, great. Business is going good. Awesome. Could it be better? Sure. But that's not what's important. What's important is to focus on how can we make our kids better. And so, um, yeah, I've been going into the office more and, and it's fun to do that because I don't feel guilty and it's weird. It's kind of weird. So I'm like, huh? Like tonight when I was leaving the office, I'm like, okay, should I? Oh yeah, that's right. I don't have to feel guilty about anything. Like there's no one waiting. So this is awesome. 
I get asked all the time about doing another workout program, and I, I think I've addressed this several times on the podcast, but just in case maybe you haven't heard my response to that before, I don't think so. I don't think I'm doing a, another workout program anytime in the near future, and that is because contractually I am obligated to Beachbody, and I, I've offered them programs, and it just you know didn't fit for them and their timing at the time and I know they've got a lot of new programs and new trainers and so like that's all good you know I I know some of you are like I'm gonna start a petition listen everything is as it's supposed to be it really is and I believe 1000% that God you know gives you struggles because he knows you can handle it he knows you're gonna get through it or he wouldn't have given that struggle to you. And when he does that, I believe his purpose then is for you to share how it was you survived that, how you how you got through that, how you overcame that, how you become a champion. And I, I really believe like this is the moment I was supposed to help people who maybe, you know, and maybe they're following what I was teaching with regard to health and fitness and doing a lot of what I was doing, which wasn't healthy. And didn't have much to do with fitness. And I think that's why I struggled with my gut health. And that's why I've had to overcome the problems I had with my brain health. And I think all of these things were because, for a reason, right? And it's how I've been able to develop the one through one method. And, and I probably couldn't have done that if I was still all caught up in like, you know, trying to create the next great exercise program, which I enjoy doing. I love that. And I, I create new workouts all the time. And I teach them to my friends here locally and I do private little workouts and it's really fun and you know, it's all good. That's what I want to say. And I, I support people who say, what do you think about this workout program or that workout program? I'm like, if it's helping somebody move, it's awesome. It's awesome. So don't bag on any other workout program or like, oh, this is unsafe or that is less effective or this isn't that great or what? Like, are you kidding me? If it's making people move, then it's a blessing because you're meant to move your body. You're meant to move your body. Do I think that everyone was meant to beat their bodies up endlessly for hours? No, I do not. I don't think you do either. But I do 100% believe that all exercise programs and therefore anyone who helps others to exercise their body is really doing a great service. They're doing a great thing. Okay, then last thing I was going to tell you is that, uh, like, this is kind of a personal thing. So, like, now I'm just talking, like, you know, friend to friend. So, I have this friend who's kind of a public figure and a couple, actually. And they're both kind of, I guess you could say, public figures. I don't know if you say public figures. Whatever. They've got a social media following. I met a girl the other day. She's like, I'm like, oh, what do you do? She's like, oh, I'm a social media influencer. I'm like, oh, that's nice. And so, of course, afterwards, I'm like, oh, I gotta look this chick up. She had like 9,000 followers. I'm like, simmer down with the, I'm an influencer. Simmer down. Like, what does even that mean? Anyways, I digress. So I've got this, you know, couple and they're not married, boyfriend and girlfriend. And they go through a breakup and she is pretty public about what happened from her perspective and it's not good not good at all and I know the guy I'm friends with him I know him first right I met her through him and I've known him a lot longer and what she said happened was very upsetting to me and disturbing and alarming 
Well, her post went viral like crazy, and you know, and, and of course, I hadn't talked to either of them, but I gave her my condolences. Like, I'm really sorry you have to go through this, but. It bothered me. So, of course, I don't reach out to either of them. I'm just, like, stalking both of their social media pages, like, trying to figure out, okay, so what happened here? And everyone's kind of, like, really coming down hard on him. So, I'm just, like, the right thing to do here is to ask. You know, I don't need details. I just want to know, okay, A, just did this happen? And if it did, what are you doing about it? You know, because we make mistakes, question is how are you handling it and if it didn't happen I want to know that too so I want to just say this when things like that happen the first thing you want to do in my mind anyways is I tend to question okay was my judgment off was I wrong about this person but the right thing to do I think is to go to the source and not to assume anything don't gossip go to the source and have an open mind and know that in all circumstances there are always two stories even if only one thing happened two people have their own interpretation of that event and yeah people are going to disappoint you and people are going to do things that you find contrary to their character and their ethics that's going to happen but it's not a reflection on you and when people do disappoint us, you know, I'm learning now more and more not to get angry at myself. I used to, oh my gosh, I used to just beat myself up, especially if it was someone who, say, for example, I introduced to my audience. Like if I had a speaker at one of my events, right? If I had a speaker at one of my events and then I later found out that they were like a scumbag or, or whatever, which I, you know, we do a really good job of vetting, but Again, humans are human, right? Like pastors end up molesting children and great teachers end up cheating on their wives and the great leaders end up doing corrupt things that we never expect. Like humans are flawed. They're flawed and they make mistakes and they have poor judgment. And you can't blame yourself for trusting people. It is important to be prudent, to use your gut instincts, but when people do disappoint you, don't beat yourself up over that. Like, just take that as an opportunity to recognize it's not about you, it's no reflection on you, it's not even a reflection of your judgment. You know, people, as we know, hurt people hurt people. There's often, you know, things we don't know about the people we think we know really well. I am now far less judgmental than I once was I now want to know why people do the things they do like you know what is it about your childhood what is it about the pain what is it about the way you view yourself that's made you do bad things because you must think that you're a bad person like a lot of times that's why people will do well they'll lie and have secrets and deceive people is because they feel like I'm not a good person and so you know the, I'm pretending to be a good person but I don't think I'm a good person so I'm going to have these secrets I'm going to have the secret that I'm a bad person because I've always thought I was a bad person because I was a bad kid you know what I mean like so there's always more to the story and I think it's important to have empathy and rather than gossip or take sides the lesson I learned this week was to ask questions and to find out from the source what's going on and most importantly to encourage both parties to get help.
you know, because that's a tough one. Luckily, no kids involved, but it doesn't matter. It's really hard when someone, whether it's at work or in your relationship or family or a friend, it's really, really devastating. It can be when people let us down. But guess what? Don't let it be so devastating. Like, bounce back. You know, pull yourself up by the bootstrap. Stop whining and complaining and wallowing in. Just, like, be resilient. Be who you were meant to be. Okay? So, look up and have a better attitude and stop complaining about these things or feeling sorry for yourself or thinking, oh, this is what everybody does and I can't trust anyone. That's not true. Whatever you believe becomes your reality. I believe that people are good. I believe that people will heal. I believe that people will grow. I believe that people want the best for me. I know God wants the best for me. I believe that things are going to turn out the right way for you. I know that this is going to be your best year ever. I know it. So thanks for spending this time with me in the car. I really do appreciate you. And I look forward to spending some time with you soon. You are the bomb. Time for dinner. Love ya. Talk to you soon. This edition of The Shalene Show was brought to you by 131 Movement. Stop dieting. Save your brain. Save your gut. Live longer. Feel better. Stop going on a diet or following somebody else's rules and figure out what it means to have your own diet. Figure out a method that actually serves you, that helps you to be a better version of yourself. Let go of all of this craziness and confusion that surrounds diet and understand the science, the science of one, the study of one. Join the 131 movement today. We're taking back the word diet and getting what we are rightfully entitled to, which is our health. You deserve not just to look amazing, but to feel amazing. I'd love for you to learn more about my personal journey and why this is a true passion for me. I invite you to learn more by going to 131movement.com.